What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Kia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. Uh, I think this might be, I don't know if this week or next week is going to be our last week in our home, or in this home. And then we'll be off to a, a different home that we have no furniture for yet. So how are we going to tape this podcast? At the office. More oh. than likely. Yeah, you're right. At the office. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Are you going to miss this house? Yes, I am. I really am. I mean, we've been here 14 years. I mean, there's so many memories in this house. It's, you know, it's, we've had three babies in this house. Well, not had them in the house, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, yeah. I mean, we know every, I, I know every nook and cranny. I know everything about this house. Yeah, I know what where to step, what makes noise. I know everything. I, I've been f- fell down the stairs. Oh, um, so much. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss this house. It's, it really feels like home. You know, it's yeah. like this is our home. Absolutely, yeah. but you I know, think it's gonna, gonna, I think I'm gonna have a little bit of separation anxiety. Me too. But we're gonna create new memories. And your underwear showing. No, it's all right. Stop looking. <laughs> We're gonna create, looking at me. We're going to create so many <laughs> new memories and so many new things. So I'm excited about it. No, I'm, I'm absolutely excited as well. You know what I want to uh, talk about today? What? How nice you are. Like you're extremely nice. And that's a topic of conversation? Yeah, because sometimes I think that you're too nice. Too nice? Me too sometimes, but I try to, I try to fix up sometimes to make sure. And I don't try to fix up? No. No. Like you are, when people even sometimes when they do you dirty, you're still nice. You know, like you're exceptionally nice when sometimes you shouldn't be nice. Now you're stern. I'm not going to say you're a pushover. People can't just get over on you, but you're too nice. For instance, right? Uh, shout out to our camera guy, Estat, right? I don't know where this is going, but I'm going to apologize in advance. Now, Estat <laughs> did us dirty one time. He didn't do us dirty. He did his filthy. He diarrheaed on us. That's not what he Slow did. Slow chocolate diarrhea. Oh come on! No, on that's us. no, no. That's not what he did. He was a little irresponsible. Yeah, he shitted on us. So that day, for everybody out there, we were taping a commercial for, for Old Spice. Shout out to Old Spice. I couldn't predict this. We were shot, shoot, shooting a commercial, <laughs> and it was very important because we were during COVID. So of course, people couldn't bring their cameras. So we shot it ourselves. Now, if you don't know, we're quarantined. And it's usually only the same people that surround us. Ask that our camera guy, Ben's my assistant, um, and our kids. And we shot a commercial, and he was supposed to shoot it and cut it and edit it. We shot it on a Friday. It was supposed to be in on Saturday. Saturday, we looked for Estat. He knows he has to cut it because we, we almost made him spend a night to cut it. He was like, no, when I go home, I'm going to do it. Saturday, he was like, I'll have it to you Saturday morning. Saturday morning, no Estat. Saturday afternoon, no Estat. Now, mind you, you know I don't play about my money. This is about the money, the dollar, the Fetty, the cheddar, the narrow, whatever you want to call it, cheese, bread, whatever. <laughs> we um, Where did I find you? <laughs> so now we like, fuck it. I don't know what this, this dude is. Mm-hmm. So Ben's, who, who's a ride or die, was like, yo, I'm just going to pull up at his crib. So Ben's pulls up at his crib. His kids answer. Ben's is like, yo, where your daddy at? <laughs> They're like, we don't know. So Ben's is like, yo, I'll be back. I'll be back in an hour. 
Mm-hmm. So Ben's leaves. She comes back, knocks on the door. Of course, Estas not answering his phone, so you can't call him. Yo, where your daddy at? Oh, I don't know. Well, Ben goes, where's your mama? Mom comes to the door. Yo, where's Estat? Estat is out riding his scooter at six o'clock in the morning. It's his hobby. A fucking scooter. Now, I understand, like... It's an electric scooter for, like, scooter aficionados. Fuck that. Right? See, I respect your craft. But... Know what I mean? I ain't gonna front. I, <laughs> I, was, I, was hoping, I was hoping that he was hurt or something, right? You were hoping? Yes. Because then I wouldn't feel bad for, like, you know, if he's hurt, then I'd be like, I, I understand. It's cool. He's hurt. He had a family emergency. But this dude is on a scooter. I was Scooting that, through New York City, if yes, I'm not mistaken. I was, I was hoping right? that he stumped his toe because I was like, I, I know he wouldn't let me down like this. Like, mm-hmm. it had to be something important that he's not answering his phone and he didn't come and almost fuck up the cheddar, the bread, the narrow, the, the other cheese, the money. Nouns, we know. We got it. Stacks, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But no. This dude is scooting around New York City. Mm-hmm. So... I um, planned on ending our relationship. Did you know that? And I think he was only, and, and, he, and he was going to owe me five minutes. Mm-hmm. Right? I already seen him work out. I know he couldn't last 30 seconds, so I know this is going to be an easy win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But you were like, well, you know, Estad is such a nice guy. You know, his, you know, um, he just goes through some things sometimes. And I'm like, go through some fucking things. The nigga was scooping around the city. Mm-hmm. But you were the nice one. Like, oh, you know, when he comes, we talk, and you know, sometimes he just needs this, needs that. I'm like, fuck that. He owes me five minutes. Mm-hmm. And Ben's get the mics back because fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell him how you really felt. I did. <laughs> but you were too nice. You were very nice, and that's the reason why he's taping the podcast now. Yeah, but was I too nice, or was yes, I maybe reasonable? Right. Because I'm sure that you're happy that he's here now. Aren't you happy that Estad is here now? You want me to answer that? Aren't Rob? you back in love with him again? I don't know. Aren't you back in nah, love with him good. again? No, he's good. He's good now. I would say he's good now. He fixed See? up. He's fixed up. So was that too nice or was that just me being reasonable but and at, understanding? But at how many times? And giving someone a second or a third or a fourth or a 17th yeah, potentially but that's my whole chance. Thing. But that's my whole thing. How many times do you have to give somebody a chance before you say, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Like, how many times? Like, you're so nice. Like, oh, because he wasn't the first time he fucked up. Right. He's fucked up before. Okay. He's lost video several yes. times. No, once. He lost a podcast once. Right? Just once. Ben's. Wasn't it just once? All right. Well, let me let He me might have done you. other things, but he's lost the podcast once. Okay. That we had to retape. I did, I did a video of. A car show where I was, you know, going through people's cars. Mm-hmm. Ask him what that video is. Maybe going through people's cars. Like I, w- I got fifty cents car. I was going through the car, telling them what how the car looks. No, ask him. You lost that. Oh, he lost me looking at my car. So he, he said, "No, I didn't lose that one. I lost the other one." So he lost that one too. Not just that, the audio as well. Yeah, well, I don't really know how this happens. That's not. Okay, then, so we need more me- then we need more memory cards. But that's what I'm saying. Like right. this is his job. This is his profession. Mm-hmm. Like it should be. It should make sure that he has no problem. It should be labeled right. 
Like he doesn't. We don't do this. He doesn't do this for free. We pay him. He's not just our homie. But, but doesn't he make up for it in sweetness? Because he's so sweet. What the fuck are you talking about? He's so sweet. And I'll be honest, the only reason he's still here <laughs> is because his mother. Yeah, his mother is bomb. His mother cooks his jerk chicken. And, and oxtail. And oxtail. And that's the reason he's here, because I like the food. And but rice with gung- Yes. But I always say that you're too nice. And sometimes I think that your niceness and your loyalty to just wanting to be nice to people, I think sometimes you should be a little meaner. I think because people will go ahead. No, I'm gonna say people. No, because you you give people an inch and they take a a yard. I don't know if it's an inch or foot. You know something? I I I, uh, a mile. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. That's yeah, a mile. Um, I think that that is very true. Correct. I do believe that when you're a kind-hearted person, that people will tend to take advantage. I believe that. Um, and that's something that I've spent a long time trying to temper, you know, trying to, um, figure out, but it's very hard for me to go against my natural way of being, Mm -hmm. um, in order to achieve a particular result, that result being, um, being in a position where people don't take advantage Right. But I think you're tougher on your family members than other people. Oh, explain that. Um, if I do something, it'll be a whole long conversation. No, that's actually not true. But and go ahead. And even, even I had to think about it for a second. No, it is true. I don't think it's true. Your brother? Mm-hmm. You, you and your brother got into arguments a uh, long time ago, and you wouldn't talk to your brother for a long time because of it. Mm-hmm. Here, that's that. Fucked up the money. Oh, I started so this and the other. That was your brother, the one that you would call as a kid to help you fight people and beat people up. Well, but circumstances and context has everything to do with that. So that's not accurate. It's not as simple as how you just glazed over it. No, it's not as simple as that. But right, you will be. I think that you will sometimes. You're nicer to other people than your family. Maybe is that you respect and <laughs> you expect more from your family when okay. it comes to those well, things. Well, there's certainly an explanation. Okay, explain. Um, when it comes to family, mm-hmm. just like you said, my expectations are different than someone whom I don't love or that's not family. When a family member lets you down or disappoints you or behaves in a way that shows bad intentions, then that's going to garner a different result than someone that you don't really feel owes you anything. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Um, so you let the person that doesn't owe you anything slide faster than a family member that's your blood or somebody that you know for all your life. Yeah. Because that sounds crazy. No, because if it's someone that I don't know or that I'm not close to or that I don't have expectations of, then it's, um, I don't want to say it's nothing to me, but there's no hurt involved. I don't have, I don't have to dissect that the way that I would dissect it. If it's a family member, you know, if a stranger disrespects me, well, first of all, I I, I don't let that go, but 
let's just, for, you know, for the sake of example, a stranger disrespects me is very different than coming home and my husband disrespecting me. So yeah, you're going to pay a much stiffer price right. for disrespecting me than someone in the street. But you and I both know if someone in the street disrespects me, it's different. You know, I think it's like kind of like the middle people. It's the middle people that kind of get to slide with me. If it's a stranger or just, you know, someone that is of no real personal importance to me, if I get disrespected in the street, then it's a whole problem because you and I both know that's my panic button. You know, that's what takes me to the limit, just disrespect from anybody. Um, and you've seen that, like mm -hmm. we've been in situations where you've seen that. So a stranger will get it. Um, it's kind of like that middle person, you know, that middle person that, you know, like I like them, but they're not a stranger. That's more so the person I'll walk that line that might get a pass that, you know, I'm trying to get to know, I might be trying to figure them out. I might look at them like you might be someone that will be in my life for a reason or a season or, you know what I mean? So like with the S dot, you know, we've known him for how long now? Two, three years. I haven't known S dot for two or three years. A year. Okay. So I might have known him for a year. Mm -hmm. Like I like him as a person, you know? So, and I know about him, you know, we do talk and whatnot. So I have a soft spot for him because he is a sweetheart and he is a good person. And I know that he's a good person. He made a bad decision that day. It wasn't a mistake. A couple days. What? Okay. Two days, whatever. Oh, come on. Okay. Whatever. I'm talking about that particular day. He made a mistake that day. Bad decision. Right. But how many times do you excuse make a mistake me. before excuse you Excuse me. Like it wasn't a mistake. I take that back. It wasn't a mistake. He made a bad decision. Okay. You know, it's not something that he took the wrong way. He... Knew he was supposed to do something and did something else. Bad decision. Right. But see, that shows but me something I also, different. That shows me that you have no respect or you don't care about other people's things. See, because if you knew, like, all right, for instance, right, there's certain things I will shit on. This isn't, I don't want to tear S dot no, apart. No, 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 like, I don't want to do that. But, then, but there's things that, like, all right, for instance, if, if somebody says, yo, E, I want you to come to my birthday party, come. Mm -hmm. Right? I'll make an excuse all day. <laughs> I'm tired. I fell asleep. The kids got practice. Gia mm -hmm. got sick. Uh, whatever, right? Uh -huh. Okay. But now, if it's something... You feel like it's not costing them anything. Correct. Might hurt their feelings, but it's not costing them anything. Correct. No, no, no I understand. Now, if somebody calls me and says, yo, E, I need you here because of this. Mm-hmm. Whatever it may be, yo, uh, I need you to DJ. I'm pitching something and I want to just use your face. Can you come through? I really need it. Or Envy, I need you to pop up on a Zoom. Or I need You're you on a three-way You're not going to make an excuse call. for that. I'm not going to make an excuse because I know how important it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's, hey, I'm just having a party. I want you to come by and you can't. Cool. But if I want you to DJ my party, mm -hmm. right? This has happened before. If I want you to DJ my party and you say, I'm a DJ. And in the morning of, you say, you don't even call me. Mm -hmm. But you can't make it. Mm-hmm. I can't fuck with you again because you know how important that was to me mm -hmm. and how important it is to me. Now you're waiting last minute for me to have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I would never do that to anybody. Mm -hmm. And if I did, I would have a backup plan. If I couldn't make something or couldn't do it, please believe that if I'm not there, somebody will pull up on my behalf mm -hmm. and to make sure it's done, no matter what it is. Right. You know? That's true. Very true about you. See, with me, I think that my issue, I'm not going to call it a problem or a flaw, but my issue is that. I genuinely care 
about how other people feel. Like to the depths of my soul. I don't. I know you don't. I do. Because if you don't I, care about how I feel, why would I care about how no, you I'm feel? No, I'm not talking about... No, no, no. About, hold on, no. I'm not talking about a particular person. I'm, right now, I'm just talking about in general. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just yeah. saying. I genuinely care about how other people feel. And when I feel as though someone is uncomfortable, if someone feels awkward, forget about if someone feels hurt um, or not paid attention to or underappreciated... It bothers me. Like it truly, truly bothers me. And I do everything that I can when I'm in a given situation to make sure that nobody feels that way, you know? And and this I'll bring up because I find this happens all the time, all the time. If I'm out to dinner with a group of people or we're hanging out with a group of people or for any, in any type of social situation, you always find that there's someone that's trying to talk or trying to tell a story or trying to make a point. And you kind of feel, you feel it when they start losing people's attention. And then someone will cut them off, interject, change the subject or the group or select people in the group will just ignore them and then start another conversation or go off on a tangent and then never get back to them. And you kind of start to see that person shrink in that social setting. And it hurts me when that happens. And it's, it's something that happens frequently for some reason, or maybe I'm just, um, sensitive to it. So maybe I see it and I will sit there and I'll be ignoring whatever the new conversation is just so I don't forget that person's point. So as soon as that person takes a breath or pauses, I'm like, so you were saying about when you were eight and X, Y, and Z happened and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you just see that person come back to life. Like, wow, somebody was paying attention to me. That's important. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll engage people regardless of whether I'm really into what they're saying or whatever, but I am a good listener and I'm going to pay attention to everything that you're saying and I'm going to engage and I'm going to ask questions because I feel like that is important. I feel like that is how you treat people. And imagine if you're talking to somebody and they seem disinterested or while you're talking, they pick up their phone and, you know, they're doing something else or they're looking around or you can tell that they're just not there with you. Like you wouldn't want to be treated that way. So I will go out of my way to make sure I don't treat someone that way. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It's just something that comes naturally to me. And I'll be in certain settings and I'm wondering why it doesn't come naturally to other people or why does nobody else feel awkward? Like I can't stand when a conversation goes dead. Like when there's that awkward silence, I will keep talking and I will make sure that there is never an awkward silence. And that's not because I have diarrhea of the mouth or I want to, it's because I don't ever want anybody to feel that awkwardness. So I'm sensitive to it. Like I'm paying attention to it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. You say I'm too nice. I I don't know if it's that. Um, But I also look at people's intentions more than 
their actions. Yeah, I ain't got time for all that. I ain't go front. Fuck but, that. But why? Because I don't want to. What do like, you mean? Somebody does you dirty, or somebody. But Rashawn, gives me you a, and I both energy. know if someone does me dirty, I don't mess with them. Because that's you, a complete. That that's a completely different conversation. But S dot did us dirty. That was doing us dirty. That's doing us dirty. This look when when people do me dirty or I'm not I, talking I about that. That was a disregard for us. That's doing I'm us talking dirty. about I'm talking about doing us dirty maybe in a different way. Well, I do you know at, what I, I mean? Look at it like this: if somebody does me dirty, whether it is I don't fuck with you no more. Like I know I'm I can't the trust same you. There's way. only one person. Well, two people. Two people that that I fuck with, that I love, that if they do me, they've done me dirty before and we've gotten to fights and arguments that I've always felt like I helped. And I felt like I always had a place in my heart. Okay. You know who it is? I think so. Who? I'm not going to say it. Say it. No. Say it. I'm not going to say it. You're going to catch me out there. Just say who the I don't is. put anybody on the spot. No. Just say the person. I'll tell you yes or no. Mono? Yep. Mono. Good, good thing. So... For, for you guys out there, Mono was the one that taught me how to DJ. Mono was the one that brought me in his basement, taught me how to scratch, taught me how to do everything, right? As a kid growing up, me and Mono used to fight all the time. Like, disagreements, but it would always go too far. He'd go left, I'd go right, we'd fight, we'd wrestle, we'd curse each other out, all that, Right? But he's always been somebody that's in my heart that I'm like, that's my brother. Like, no matter what, I'm like, if he needs help, I'll help him. Right. I mean, one time he's he uh, at my birthday party. <laughs> that's what you're going to say. He was drunk and he didn't just put a pie in my face. He punched me in the face with a pie. With a cake. With a cake. With his birthday cake. Like, like not just like, happy birthday, like, boom. Like, when he hit me, I seen stars <laughs> and me and him fought in the club my birthday me and him fought in the club cake everywhere ended the party but that's but he was like drunk drunk right he was drunk yeah but he is my brother anytime i go he's in atlanta now every time i go to atlanta he opens up the club gets me bottles. congratulations to mono didn't he just get a new position he got a new job at uh our atlanta iheart station um, and I called, I called to make sure that the, the program director knew that Mona was a good dude, dope DJ. Cause that's my brother. But outside of him, there's not too many people that. You said there's two people. Lil Sean. Yeah, but Lil Sean don't really do nothing. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Nah, like with Lil him, Sean, well, I, but I know he has a special place in your yeah, heart. Lil, yeah. Lil Sean don't do nothing crazy. Um, Nah, this, Who's the second been, person? I don't know. I don't know if there's a second person. You said there was two people. Not you forgot one. that quickly? Not just one. Just just this moment. <laughs> he's the he's the only one that he constantly will fuck up, and that's still my brother. Everybody else, if you fuck up, I might speak to you, I might talk to you, but I always keep my eye open. But Rashawn, no, you. see you no. That Who? There have been people that have done you dirty. But you know what? Because you forget. I forget. Like sometimes somebody does me dirty and then like Two years later, I just really forget. And I'm like, what's up, my nigga? How's everything? Or, and then you'll be like, I thought you wasn't speaking to him because he did this. I'm like, yo, I forgot. <laughs> it's so true. I'll be like, I forgot. No, you'll be like, yo, what did he do to me again? I, I, I I'll be don't. like, you don't remember when blah, 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 blah. I, I, I honestly don't remember, but that's why I keep my circle small. So I ain't got to remember. I just No, you, he legitimately forgets. I'm like, yo, he did. And you're like, yo, he did do that. And I'm like, you still going to talk to him? Like, I forgot. I don't even feel no way about that anymore. You know? But I'm different. 
See, if someone that I care about, and it doesn't, I don't even have to love them, but if it's someone that I care about or that I consider a friend or a very good acquaintance, if they do me dirty, I'm one and done. Mm-hmm. Is that not true? That's true. I am absolutely one and done. And that's kind of what I was getting at. For me, it boils down to intention. Mm-hmm. If I feel as though someone deliberately and intentionally did something to wrong me or did wrong by me, that's it. Like they don't even get a conversation from me. So like if, I, am if I not intentionally going- do something to you, it's like, oh, I ain't fuck with you. But if I accidentally do it, you'd be like, I understand. Um, if you want to put it like that, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes people do things without the foresight of the outcome or without thinking about how it's going to affect someone else. Gotcha. A lot of times people don't think things through and sometimes they know they're doing wrong, but maybe as a human being, you might be able to understand their motivation. Right. For me, all of that matters, mm-hmm. but. What's funny? Nothing. I've, I've accidentally done things sometimes that pissed you off, but go ahead. You think I'm going to fall into that trap? <laughs> you think after 160 something episodes, I don't know <laughs> what to avoid and what not to avoid? Okay. I'm just going to leave you I'm gonna leave you right there on your island by yourself. Okay. And like I was saying, um, but if I feel as though someone knows what they're doing, they know it's wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna fight you. Go ahead. <laughs> you keep laughing at your own internal I'm joke. Sorry, that's go what you. That's what you're gonna do. You want to just get your rocks off? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play a role in it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you What do you want to say? You gonna keep laughing while I'm trying to make a point? Nothing. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what do you want? What do you want to tell them? What, what joke do you want to make? I'm not making any jokes. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want to make a joke? No, I'm not. Go ahead, make it. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna make a point. You keep giggling. Stop giggling. Okay. They would start talking and start giggling again. So why don't you just get your rocks off? Oh, good. Now, now I can't even take it seriously. We can't go further until you just go ahead. Nothing. Go. Go ahead. I'm listening. Now I can't even make my point. Now I can't even take myself seriously at this point. Go ahead. Finish. (laughs) As I was saying. Say I feel that if someone does something knowingly and they do it anyway then I don't have space for them in my life. And I'm not going to pick up the phone Mm -hmm. and have a discussion because at that point I've already decided like, we don't need to talk about it. I don't need to hear you out. I don't need to know your side of things. If I get it and the proof is in the pudding, then I make up my mind. Like, I don't want to spend two hours on the phone with you having a conversation about why you did what you did. I know why you did what you did. So now you're not going to crawl your way out of it. It's not going to happen. And I've ended a lot of potential friendships and solid friendships because of that. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that it's that I'm too nice, but I think that I'm understanding, you know, and I think that I'm reasonable, you know, I think I'm reasonable. Mm -hmm. Um, You're a little bit more... uh, disengaged Mm -hmm. with people, whereas I'm more engaged. So I think about everything that plays a part in a situation. You know what I mean? I don't just, I'm not just flippant about it. You know what I mean? Mm 
I got what you're saying. Do you still think I'm too nice? Sometimes, but yeah, I get what you're saying, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Okay. And this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by Keeps. As guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. From how it feels after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before going out. That's why when we get in our 20s or 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Keeps treatments typically take between four to six months to see some results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more your hair will be saved. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com slash KC Crew to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash KC Crew. To see before and after pictures, just hashtag Keeps Your Hair. Let's get to the email of the week, can we? Okay. All right. And this portion of the KC Crew podcast is brought to you by Positivity Water. All right, well, let's get to the email of the week. All right. Hey, Gia, I'm a single mom of a two-year-old toddler boy and girl twins. I love your family dynamic and how poised your little girls are. I was raised by strong women in my family, but being girly, little lady was not contributed as much as being an educated woman. Taking care of your responsibilities and women are the real heads of the household. Any advice on teaching my little one to be girly, poised, and proper as she is currently my rough, tough, playing dirt and beats up her older brother, girl. Also, if you use this podcast, please refer to me as Baby K. Thanks for listening. Now, the reason I picked this uh, email is because we have three baby girls, uh, one going to college. But I think that the way you raise them is amazing. Just who they are. They're confident. They're strong. Uh, they're girly. But they're tomboyish as well. Um and a lot of times they have so much confidence and they believe in themselves almost sometimes too much. Um, so what, what advice would you give this mom, you know, to how to raise her little girls? <clears throat> and the reason I say, I think they have too much confidence is the other day, Brooklyn tried to jump from like the 10th stairs because she thought she could fly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But go ahead. Um, that's an interesting email. I was a prissy tomboy. Like, I liked to wrestle with my brother. I liked to climb trees. I liked to race the boys on foot. I liked to race the boys on bikes. Like I liked to be in the dirt and whatnot. But then I also liked to go back in the house and, you know, play with my little toy makeup and, you know, do things like that. I like to put on a dress and practice poses in the mirror and, you know, do things like that. Um, I love that women can be multifaceted and, you know, when it comes to London, she tries to be so on point with everything and, you know, more so, more so than Madison was when she was her age. And I'm actually trying to break her out of that because I love the idea that a girl can be whatever she wants to be and be tomboyish, but can be, you know, very girly that she can be educated, but, you know, and, and, and speak well, for instance, but still, you know, 
get down with anybody else that, you know, maybe grew up differently than mm-hmm. her or do you know what I mean? You can assimilate into different situations and with different people and you can be anything that you want to be and, you know, be parts of just different worlds that are unfamiliar with you, with you, because that's how you grow. And that's how you learn. That's life. Like that's what makes life enjoyable. So the idea of perfection is so unattractive to me. And I mean, a lot of times you joke and you say that I try to, you know, do things perfectly and whatnot, but that's like an expression. That's not an actuality. You know, I just, I like females especially that are full of color Mm -hmm. and full of like unpredictability um i love females that are fun Mm -hmm. you know and i don't ever want my girls to feel as though they have to be poised and proper and you know things that come along with that yes i love when a woman is those things but it's not meant for all the time i love i like i teach my girls have good posture, sit up straight. I don't care, you know, what situation you're in, make sure that your posture is right. You know, that your legs are closed and that your head is up high, carry yourself with confidence. And that's just how you present yourself to the world. But Mm -hmm. I just think that it's important to be able to be in any situation with any group of people and be comfortable and be where your energy can match. Do you know what I mean? That's important. Like that's the beauty of people. Um, so for you with your daughters, if you do want them to be maybe a little less boyish, what'd she say? Her name is baby K baby K <laughs> baby K. Um, like with my girls, cause I, I, I do love the prissy side of them as well, you mm-hmm. know, but I adore that, you know, Brooklyn is like, our little tough baby and our little, like, you know, I'm running things and whatnot. Like, I adore that about her. She scratched the shit out of me the other day, by the way. Yeah, what was that about? I don't know. I was play wrestling with her and she scratched the shit out of me. Yeah, she gave you tiger paws. Yeah. When she gets very upset, she gives you tiger paws. And that means that she is morphing into her alter ego, which is a tiger, and she is going to rip you to shreds. Like, I actually get scared when she goes tiger paw on me. Just for the record. And she tells you first, she'd be like, tiger paws. <laughs> and it's like, oh, everybody runs for the hills. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like, I love that about her. But at the same time, um, I compliment them endlessly. Like, I don't even really call them by their names either. I'm calling them by their nicknames or I'm calling them by a name that's flattering to them, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm like, why are you so smart? Or, why are you so cute? Or why are you so funny? Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Like I pour into them because I believe these things about them and I want them to know it. And I want them to grow knowing that their mother feels that way about them. And I'm hoping that that will instill confidence, especially knowing that I don't say things that I don't mean. So I don't just attempt to inflate their egos, their little egos. I tell them what I truly believe about them. Mm -hmm. And I let them know, and I tell them all the time. And you know, like for instance, Brooklyn will change dresses because she's a prissy tomboy. She does all of that, but she's going to have 
a shoe collection when she gets older. That's going to put mine to shame. I'm sure she loves shoes. She loves little dresses. She loves getting dressed up. So when she gets dressed up and she comes in my room, like I over exaggerate my yeah, yeah, created a song. Oh, why are you so cute? Yes. Sing it for them. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it for them. Sing it for them. No, because I really can't sing. But why are you so you, cute? Are you, okay, I'll do it if you help me. Okay, go ahead. Why are you so cute? Why are you so cute? Why are you so, why are you so, why are you so cute? Because I am. Because I am. Because I am. No, no, be- it's because I be, because I be, because okay. I am. Because I be, because I be, because I am. Yes, that is true. Yes, that is true. Yes, that is, yes, that is, yes, that is true. So now put, put me, me on the gram. gram. Now put, put me on, on the gram. gram. So now put me on the, put me on the, put me on the gram. So I probably sing this song to them every day, a couple times a day. Sometimes we'll sing this song and parade around the house, singing it with them in their little dresses that they put on for the day. But it's like, it kind of was created to hype them up because I feel like they're so freaking cute, you know, but... There's another song we do too. Which one? What's the twerk song? <laughs> I, I gotta get... Wait. <laughs> okay, it's the princess song, so it goes... Go, It go. goes... We take turns with the girls, including Madison, including myself, including bends but <laughs> i don't even know where that song came from but it'll be like mommy is a princess mommy is a princess now twerk 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 and it, it started because <laughs> there was this tiara right and the tiara was supposed to have magic powers and when you were placed upon the head with this tiara then you had twerking powers <laughs> So it'd be, Berkey is a princess, Berkey is a princess. Now twerk, twerk, twerk. And this little girl would bend over and grab her knees and just have at it. And look like she got electrocuted. <laughs> right. right. So um, that was kind of also designed because London didn't really like to do it. Because everybody's watching, everybody's participating. And I kind of felt like she didn't really want to be the center of attention. But then when she saw Brookie getting it and she saw everybody having fun, eventually she started breaking out of that little shell. And then like she started doing it. And it's not really about twerking. It's about them learning to not be shy. Right. You know, and I would tell them like, I am not raising any shy little girls. Mm -hmm. Like I want you guys to be bold and outgoing and whatever your truth is. Like if, and and guess what? If you can't dance, get on that floor with your non-dancing self and, you know, Mm -hmm. let everybody have it. Like you just have to be secure in who you are and what you have to offer and all of your greatness. And that's what's important to me. So if they do come off, how did she, how did she put it? Poised or, um, I don't know. I was twerking and I lost the paper, (laughs) but whatever it is, it's a result of confidence Mm -hmm. that is instilled in them. And that is taught and reinforced every single day. And, um, that's what they exude. Um, but it's not necessarily with the intention to have prissy girls, but I like 
a girl or a lady that can be a girl or a lady, mm-hmm. but you know, can maybe, you know, get into a foot race with a boy and whoop his ass at the same time. You know what I mean? So there you have it. All right. Well, we got to get to one last email and then Papa got to go to work. It's like two, three in the morning. So now the reason I'm reading this is because this happened to Gia and I before. And as prissy and as bougie as you think Gia is, she also doesn't give a fuck. All right. <laughs> Gia. Hi, Benz. They didn't say nothing about me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a relationship question. Okay. I work in corporate America and I do well for myself. My boyfriend and I went on vacation. I booked the flight with my status. The airline made a mistake on the spelling of his name. When they fixed it, he was no longer aligned with my status. I was upgraded to first class. Since he wasn't attached to my status, well, he didn't receive the upgrade with me and had to ride in the back of the plane. I could have swapped my seat out, but I decided not to and sat first class, drank champagne and food. Was I wrong for keeping my upgrade? We got into a huge argument about this. I am dying to hear your answer. I know that you directed the question to me, but I'm dying to hear his answer to this. Okay, so this happens with Guy and I a lot, right? And the reason this happens with Guy and I, because I'm similar to you. I fly a lot. And usually when I fly, I get upgraded all the time. When I do shows and I do bookings, the way that it works is the promoter books my ticket. When he books my ticket, I get upgraded all the right away. By Gear's ticket, Gear's not on the same status. So Gear doesn't get upgraded all the time. So a lot of times when we fly, there's one seat that's up with the first class and one seat on the back of the plane. Right? My wife. And that's because the promoter pays for right. the ticket. Correct. So why aren't you okay, never mind, go ahead. Right, well, no, right. no, 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 just go ahead. So my beautiful wife, understanding that I have long legs, three long legs, I need space. So she allows me to say, babe, I love you. I'm going to take that middle seat all the way in the back by the bathroom. (laughs) And you fly first class. Now, being the man that I am, I have to listen to women. I have to listen to my wife. So when my wife says something, I do it. So when she says, babe, you sit in the front of that plane and you drink that champagne and <laughs> get that free food and you lay back and you relax, I listen. Uh-huh. And there's nothing wrong with listening to women. But then you know what you do? Hmm? You say, like you are on that BS. You say something that you absolutely don't mean. Like what? Every single time. Like what? What is it? Babe, you want to you swap seats? <laughs> Would you like to take my first class seat <laughs> instead of me? <laughs> and by God, he does not mean it. I don't. Like, he does not. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I don't. <laughs> he only says it because he feels as though he has to. Because Correct. it's chivalrous. Correct. To at least offer me the first class seat. Correct. But he knows I won't take it. That's true. So it's an empty... Offer. Because if I ever said, you know what, this time, I think I will take that first class seat. He'll be like, 
wait, so you really going to take that seat? <laughs> And then you would probably be upset with me. I wouldn't. You would. You would. You would get off that plane with a whole attitude and be nasty for the whole day. If you ever had to sit and coach while I sat in first class. And then it would be like, babe, you know my legs are long. You know that that was going to be hella uncomfortable for me. It's the truth. And I mean, you have shorter legs. And you sat in first class and just took advantage of that while I suffered in the back of the plane. Which are empty offers. Knowing damn well you don't mean it. Yeah, because one time we flew to, I don't remember where we flew to, and I had a first class seat, and you had, uh, it wasn't coach, it was, what's what's after, what's Delta Comfort? Delta Comfort. Delta Comfort. All right, and there was only one first class seat, and I had that. Well, see, that's a a lot of times that's the problem. So there have been times where he's gotten upgraded, where he'll just upgrade me. We'll just pay to upgrade me. He's talking about times where first class is full. Right. And he got bumped in because he's um, a Diamond member. Correct. And I'm not. (laughs) So. I think you're platinum or silver. Something. It's whatever is underneath Diamond. Mm -hmm. So you get that last slot. Correct. All the time. And there's no way for us to sit together. So one of us has to be there and the other one of us has to be in coach. Yeah. So I remember one time I was sick. We were going to Vegas and I got upgraded. And mm. you you said, babe, why don't, why don't we give somebody a, your first class seat and sit together? <laughs> Maybe I am too nice. And I did that. And I was pissed off that whole flight. I had a first class seat. I could have laid down and slept. But no, he was like, no, we can sit together. So I sat. Because there was an empty coach seat next to me. I'm like, we lay down and cuddle the whole flight. If we're next to each other, like, (laughs) we must look crazy on the flight. Like, both of our, my feet will be up. His head will be in my lap. Like, we'll be like, all cuddled up like a pretzel on a flight. So I figured you wanted to do that. But then we get on the flight and then you sat next to a lady. And then you and that lady sat there and spoke the whole time. And I was like, fuck, I could have sat in first class because she ain't talking to me anyway. She's fucking talking to this lady the whole time. I at least could have stretched my legs. But no. Somebody else got I'm that sitting seat. like this the whole time. But anyway, so what advice would you have given her? Um, obviously, I think it's obvious, right? Like, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that. I don't but see that's the difference. Like I don't mind if it's done to me because I can take it. Do you know what I mean? Like you sitting in first class and us being separated is fine for me because you do work hard and you do get up early and you do go to bed late and you do have a lot of stress and if you have to be on a flight for 5 or 6 hours and you have the opportunity to be more comfortable, even if I would have to sacrifice that same comfortability, I'm willing to do it. And I am fine with that. And that's my choice. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But in that situation, if I got bumped up to first class and my boo was in coach, I would sit in coach with my boo and I'd probably donate my first class seat to somebody else because it's just not that important to me. Um, It may be a lot more important to her and maybe she has long legs. But um, if that's not the case, personally, if I'm on a trip with someone and, you know, I want to enjoy my trip, I'm just going to sit with them. 
I think it's the kinder, more considerate thing to do. Um, Because if not, it kind of shows a certain degree of selfishness Mm -hmm. um, and a little bit of a lack of consideration, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And I believe that a kind gesture can go a very long way. Sometimes it could pay greater dividends than what we can sometimes imagine. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, There have been so many times where someone might have done the smallest thing for me Mm -hmm. and I might have paid them back a hundredfold because I knew that that thoughtfulness and that consideration was there for me in the first place. So I think that if he felt some type of way, which is clear because she said that they got into a huge argument about it, he might hold on to that little bit of resentment and it might rear its ugly head in the future. So to stay away from that and to avoid doing that by, you know, maybe putting someone else first, I think can be worth it. Okay. I would say this. I mean, you go on a vacation with your boo, sit with your boo. I mean, unless you're going to Australia and you're like, unless you're a no, unless you're Rashawn and don't want to sit with your boo. Right? <laughs> how offer, dare you? Give, how dare you give that advice? Well, <laughs> just say you disagree with me. I'm just saying good luck. You I would mean, put yourself first on any given opportunity. I would. <laughs> but ask. Be polite and ask. And then Even you know, if you don't mean it. That's right. You should just stop talking. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. <laughs> yes. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, like I said last week. I'm about to eat the box. 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 Eat it good. Eat it good. Eat it really, really good. To the back. To the- <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. I'm DJ. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.